Welcome to chapter 56 of our podcast. Today we break down our amazing evening with friends and our first raclette experience. Jeff has a new board game to get mad at, and it's in French. Pray for me. This is Jeff and Julie moved to France during a global pandemic. I had a horrible day of French yesterday. I very, witnessed, yeah. Very discouraging. Yeah. Well, uh, where do you want to start? <laughs> well, okay. So in the restaurant now, I'm, uh, and with your encouragement, I'm trying to, you know, insert myself as much as I can uh, when ordering and when making reservations. So yesterday we're at the restaurant and... I wanted to get a glass of wine and get you uh, another glass of wine. And, and and so I, you know, I, I did what I normally do. Uh, I, and maybe maybe we have to amend this. But I just said, uh, uh, un autre verre uh, pour madame et uh, pour moi un uh, verre de whatever the hell I ordered. So, and then she she came back with just one for me. Well, so she asked me to confirm uh, that... And you were having a fish, so that, that you wanted the white wine, right? So she wanted me to confirm that, which I did. Yeah. But I think she didn't understand um, the original order. Um, so you know that's. Yeah, but then then we ordered coffee, and <laughs> yeah. and we said I I don't just just pour moi uh, café allongé s'il vous plaît, and she brings back she brings two coffees like so I'm is it me? And then then I got into it with the delivery guy on the phone and the delivery guy was ended up being okay he ended up being an all right guy when he finally got here but he was really uh he was really a, a dick on the phone to me like i'm trying my best i'm dri- first of all i'm driving so i couldn't pull over and and i'm driving and and he's asking me where it is and i'm trying to and all of a sudden i hear in his breath like he didn't think i could hear it and he went ooh la la and i went ooh la la yourself <laughs> Kazulala here means oh boy. Yeah, like you know when you're watching a sporting match and think something's going incredibly wrong, it's oh la 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 la. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so he 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 gave me this one under his breath, and I let him have it. Um, but uh, when he finally got here, he's very apologetic. But I'm not at the stage where I can give directions and stuff. So what we did was we figured out how to send a, a pin location on on the phone, which is what I'm going to do all the time now. They're going to call. Because our house is really difficult to get to. They're going to call, and I'm going to send them the pin. the pin. Yeah, because even even with, with my French, describing how to get here is, you know, it's like uh, go uh, 20 feet this way, turn right <laughs> at the farm with the chicken, and then go left on the horse, and then— And then go by the church. <laughs> yeah, you know the old church, and then, and then yeah, I yeah, go up the hill, and then we're mm-hmm. on the left, and no, 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 no. Yeah. It's pretty complicated, but, but now you, you've solved it. Yeah, I know, but I, yeah, I've solved it, but it was just not an encouragement. Like, you know, most days I get encouraged. Like when we went to, uh, we'll talk about this later, but we went to our raclette dinner. I was very encouraged by everybody, but this was not an encouraging day. But, you know, the, the thing about language and languages, learning a new language, is it's not a straight uh, trajectory. It's no. not like every day there's an improvement. No, there's there's sometimes you know some some days that are aren't so great. And there you know? are major plateaus too. Like you'll you'll be going up and you'll be learning, and then all of a sudden you just plateau. And 
Um, it, it takes a, you really have, that's when you really have to hang in there because it's easy to get to the point where you're so discouraged that you just want to pack it in because you don't feel like you're, you're gaining. Uh, but you associated it though to, uh, 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 your nephew growing up. The parents don't see him grow up, but when the next time you see him, holy cow, you've grown a foot. Mm. So I think that's what's happening. I mean, I'm not noticing maybe as much as some other people are. Yeah, people who don't see you on a regular basis have definitely noticed that your your conversation is better, your understanding of the language is better, you know, and I think I think you're doing the right thing. Like when you think that you're plateauing, you find other ways to integrate your French. So last week I was at your French class. Yeah. And uh, Veronique brought out this board game mm-hmm. <laughs> called Articulate. Right. And it's cool. Why don't you describe it? I kind of think it's like. Um, oh, it's almost like it's sort of like Trivial Pursuit yeah. in a sense, uh, or it's also like categories a combination, I guess. But what it is is you spin the wheel and uh, it, it it lands on a color, and the color may be action, it may be. Uh, the countryside, or uh, it may be a place. It can be nature. Yeah. It can be a, a lot of, uh, there are, I think, six different categories. And then a uh, person picks the card out of the deck, similar similar to uh, Trivial Pursuit. You go to the color, and let's say it says nature. Then you, you and, and, and it would be, let's say the clue would be forest. Then you have to describe to me what, what 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 the word is all about right and if we were really playing the game you know and we had other people around the table it's the couple that gets the answer the quickest oh. that moves across the board okay well we but don't, we're not going to play that no way. we don't need to play competitively we it, it's no. just a good game because in both cases when you're giving the clues i'm learning comprehension and when i'm giving the clues i'm you know spouting out vocabulary so no it, it, it works out really well and then we also found out that um what's this testing thing if we want once oh, right once we get our so we had to go to the prefecture last week uh, mm-hmm. to finalize some details for our uh, titre de séjour. Yeah, we'll which get is... to that. We'll get to that later. Oh, okay. All right. But uh, the kind uh, lady explained to me that we have to renew our card every year for the next five years. Right. And then we can apply for a 10-year status, um, at which point um, people who are immigrating into France have to take a French test. Okay. And so I, I went online and I found a couple of examples. You know, examples. Yeah. And and this was yesterday that you did this test. You did really well. Yeah, no, I know. So I guess I guess you could say that uh, my bad day was offset by completing the first question of this test. And it was it's really interesting because it was a fairly long story. Uh, two people talking about a guy's vacation, and mm-hmm. then they had five or six questions about it afterwards. My question to you is: I sure hope you have you can you can refer to the article when you're answering the questions because yeah, you, know. you probably can. But anyway, you've you've got you've got three years now to to get yourself yeah. up to snuff and just nail it. So yeah, but the board game is great, and yeah. that brings me to the French phrase of the day. All right, here we go. Okay, and this this one is actually really, really old, and it's Greek, not French, but it it's in French. But you're translating it to French. Yes. On peut en savoir plus sur quelqu'un en une heure de jeu qu'en une année de conversation. Okay, you have to start all over again. I blanked. 
<laughs> I say I saw your I saw you glaze over. <laughs> oh jeez. Thousand thousand yard stare on that one. On Go ahead. Peut, on peut en savoir plus sur quelqu'un. Okay, so let me so on so that's we. Yep. We okay. Uh, we more on on sorry, on plus one. En savoir plus oh. sur quelqu'un. Uh, we know more. Mm -hmm. uh, then some 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 people know more. On peut en savoir plus sur quelqu'un. Oh, I see. On, on some one. Mm -hmm. En une heure. One hour. De jeu. One hour a day. De jeu. One hour a day. De jeu. Uh, what? One hour of games. Oui. Oh. Pas jour, jeu. Okay. Quand une année de conversation. When. Uh, the first year of conversation. Okay. Uh, I'll just run through. Please. On peut, on peut en savoir plus. Put everyone out of their misery. En une heure. Yeah, Plato was a tough one. Uh, <laughs> on peut en savoir plus sur quelqu'un en une heure de jeu qu'en une année de conversation. You can find out more in one hour about someone playing a game than in a year of conversation. Oh, boy, is that true. Isn't it true? Yeah, no wonder no one likes me. <laughs> so you got part of it. That's good. Okay. But where, where, where is the you can find out? Where was the trouvé? On, on peut en savoir. Savoir is to know. Oh, yeah. So you can know more about a person oh, okay. in one hour of, of playing a game mm -hmm. than in one year right. of conversation. Yeah. And, and it's funny. Uh, I don't cheat at golf, but uh, a, a lot, there's, there's big talk in the PGA Tour about one guy who constantly cheats and gets caught doing it. And, you know, golf is the real test. Because... It's it's very easy to go and kick your ball and cheat and stuff, but uh, that's why it's such a great game of honor, right? I see, I see. But it's true. Uh, I have friends, obviously, uh, some great golfing friends, and they just won't play with certain people because it's it it says so much about their personality. So that's a very good uh, it's, it's a very good French phrase of the day. Good. I'm yeah. glad you enjoyed it. I really did. Hey, uh, as promised last week, we want to run through some of the comments that we've uh, received over the last little while. And since we're talking about the French phrase of the day, I want to start with our neighbor, Ségoline, who was uh, listening to Chapter 55. So that's our very last offering, uh, part two of our Malaga visit, Malaga, Spain. And uh, maybe you can flesh this out for me. Merci pour cette jolie promenade. Yes, so she's she's thanking us for um, such a, a great journey, for such a lovely walk through Malaga. Yeah, because that's, I mean, I know what it is translated directly, which mm -hmm. is nice walk, mm -hmm. um, but, but I, see what she, I see what she's saying now. Yeah. I see. Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah, because it was. Well, we did the video and then the two-part series, so there was lots of, uh, for you to check out on the Facebook page. At Jeff and Julie move to France. Uh, Marilyn McFadden Stern on Chapter 50, final podcast of 2022. Happy New Year, Jeff and Julie. New Year's Eve, driving north to the cottage in the rain and fog, fog listening to your podcast. Happy belated birthday, Jeff. Cheers. Looking forward to your 2023 
podcasts. Uh, Darlene Nanny, Chapter 51 on Happy New Year. Bonjour, J&J, howling and rolling in laughter, listening to the first podcast of 2023 about Imelda's shoes. (laughs) (laughs) And especially about the new post office regulations. Hilarious. Glad to hear that you've now received all of your shipments from Canada and all in one piece. Well, I don't know about that. Not so much. Not so much. (laughs) Looking forward to your next podcast and especially the recap of 2022. We did get a lot of response uh, to uh, to the recap. So that is something that you may want to check out. Our friend Linda Rehill from Ontario. I've been listening to your podcast. I love it. I laugh out loud as I listen and clean the house. I can feel your frustrations, but also your joy. I'm only on week eight, but my house will be really, really clean <laughs> listening to you two. Love the Michelin star restaurant and the ketchup breath reference. <laughs> that, was good. that is a good memory. I, we, we forgot to add that on to... Uh, our best of 2022. The guy wagging his finger at me. Uh, you both sound great and have great chemistry. Julie, you could have had another career in radio. You sound so professional. Oh, that's so nice. Love the French phrase of the day and Jeff's attempts to figure them out. <laughs> Keep it up. Yeah, you know, we're at 56 and you still haven't cracked one. No, no, I have cracked a couple. You yeah, have? Yeah, you just don't choose not to remember them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danielle uh, from Toronto looks absolutely amazing talking about uh, Malaga. I've been uh, wanting to see Alhambra in person. It is so beautiful in photos. I can only imagine what it must look like up close. Uh, so glad you and Julie enjoyed. Uh, Diane Cowell from the Malaga video. I really enjoyed this video. We're headed to this area next month, and I'm looking forward to checking out these sites. And Xiao Lu, and I'm hoping that I am pronouncing that correctly, Xiao, uh, talking about the Malaga video. Love all your podcasts. I've been watching them all since the beginning and now currently on chapter 19. So I should save this until all caught up. You guys have beautiful voices to listen to, along with the Facebook pages and pictures to follow. Loved it and enjoy every episode. Thanks, Jeff and Julie. Je vous adore. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. So very, very nice comments. We really do appreciate any and all. And uh, all you have to do is go to Jeff and Julie. Move to France on Facebook and you you can check it all out. That's great. Yeah. So we've we've talked about... Um, hunting and hunters because we're in rural France and every Saturday um, pretty (laughs) much um, is just uh, a cavalcade of vans, cars, dogs, hunters. Horns. horns, Bugles. Bugles. (laughs) So um, a couple couple Saturdays ago, the dogs were going crazy because we have these big windows that overlook the property and they could see the orange jackets well, of yeah. the hunters. Well, and plus they parked one of their cars up in the top part of our, our driveway. Yeah, yeah. So the dogs are going insane. And, and you know, we've said this before, we're, we're not big fans of hunting. Um, you know, we really love the wildlife around here. We understand that there's hunting, but we're not necessarily... I'm happy to know that they potentially can kill one of our little deer friends. Well, and not only that, but it's just they bring such a footprint of racket with them. I mean, yeah. I you know, if if they were just kind of quiet, but no, they've got the dogs barking and the bugles and then the car horns and the yelling and it's just and then, you know, gunshots. So it's uh, <sighs> So we released the hounds. Yeah, we just said, you know what? 
heck with it. Let them. I mean, it's it's kind of a tiny bit dangerous because there are a lot of hunting accidents around here. But when they all went up to that gate and just started bellowing, and we were just kind of sitting back, do de do, and honestly, what was it? Oh, to three minutes, and they, they were, were gone. They were gone. <laughs> <laughs> and I it. think we actually saved a deer because there was one that we could see. I don't think they saw it, but because they left, I think the deer made it back into the forest. Whether we don't even know what they were hunting, they may have been hunting sanglier. We could don't be. know, it but could be. but yeah, that's the last thing we want to see. But anyway, our dogs just went to town. They did a great job. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Uh, yeah. So uh, we went out and enjoyed. Uh, raclette dinner with uh, some of our best friends here and just <laughs> another wild evening. I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I've never socialized this much in my life. Uh, you know, I think the French, they, they use the word convivialité. It's convivial. Right. Um, it, they love to have conversation, laughter, good food. It's always around, a, you know, a, a table with with plenty to offer and this was our very first raclette and so it, it it's it's a couple of machines and I've, I've taken some pictures for the facebook page so check it out there's there's a swiss a swiss machine and a french machine and the whole concept <laughs> is similar to a fondue uh yeah it, it has to do with the cheese itself and it originated in switzerland in the alps and the farmers would take their cheese, put it next to the fireplace, and then it, whether they had vegetables, potatoes, meat, they would scrape the cheese onto whatever they were having. And in French, raclée is to scrape. Oh. That's why they call it raclette. Oh, I see. And it migrated into the French Alps. Mm-hmm. And now there's a bit of a competition between a Swiss raclette and a French raclette. And they call the French one raclette de Savoie. Oh, okay. And so that you saw those two machines, and yeah. those represents the, the the represent the two different styles. Yeah, and so, and I know the 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 concept is to heat up the cheese, but I gotta confess, I preferred. And I, and so, by the way, we're talking about the same cheese. Same cheese. I preferred the Swiss version. So you'll see in the in the photos that the Swiss version is just a, a big half wheel of cheese, and. It sits there with the flat side up, and then it has an element above it which sort of bakes and grills grills the cheese until it gets to a just a nice brown, you know, and Uh, and and then then they tip it off and scrape that that beautiful cheese onto whatever they're eating. Now I gotta confess, I put on two pounds in this one meal. (laughs) It's a ridiculous. Well, it's it's cheese, it's bread, and potatoes. It's potatoes. It's meat. There and, was salmon. There was just and a that, cornucopia of things to put cheese on. Well, and then, so it's uh, Eric again. He's got a device for everything. Then, <laughs> yeah. then I don't know where he keeps all his devices. Then he plugs in the crepe machine for dessert. <laughs> I had two of those, and it was like um, this whole week I've been just like eating dust and crackers. You know, bunny food. Yeah. <laughs> Holy no! But it was really, really fun. Um, it's it's not only a, just really great eating, you know, nice comfort food, but it's just it's fun. It is fun, and you you know you were asking me what kind of cheese is uh, R- raclette cheese? Yeah, it's raclette 
It's the name of the cheese. Oh, it is. Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay. But, but I was look, trying to find out, okay, is it is it Gruyere? Is it? Ah. And it's it's similar to Swiss cheese, but it's raclette cheese. That's the name of it. And you know what? For me, someone who doesn't like the pungent cheeses, this is, oh, it was amazing. It was like, honestly, it could be become my favorite cheese. That's how good huh. it was. Maybe we need to get a raclette machine. Oh, definitely. So, yeah, I mean, I like the... Fr- so the French version is uh, of the machine is more uh, closely compared to uh, the fondue because you each get a little spatula <laughs> and you, you, you cut a square of cheese, put it in the spatula, and then that goes into the bottom part of the machine where it heats from above. The top part is a stone that's also hot, and I chose to put my... I was the only guy there. Everybody else was eating their charcuterie cold i was putting the meats on top of there and just grilling it a little bit and then putting the cheese on oh that was good (laughs) and then i could you know obviously i combined them i used some of the cheese from the swiss machine and the stone from the french machine and with the sorry and with the french machine you pull your little uh, you called it a spatula but it's it's kind of a little pan little pan little metal pan and then you scrape it off with your wooden spoon yeah you have a little wooden thing yeah, and it, and and uh, it it it, oh, it was just delicious, uh, very fun. Look it up because uh, and and I'm wondering if you can order this type of a machine in 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 North America. Because... I think you can because my sister, I remember now, uh, she typically does a raclette meal for Christmas. Oh, for sure in Quebec, absolutely, yeah. you'd be able to get this. Yeah. Well, yeah. you should try it. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it. Not only is it good, it's fun, and uh, you, you'll really enjoy. Uh, passing the time and it's good group food yeah, yeah you make yeah. You, you you're making your own plate mm-hmm. um you, you, it's it's kind of easy you put all the the, mm-hmm. the meat out on the table people pass it around the vegetables the salmon whatever and you top your own food and same, there you go same with the crepe at the end there were many different toppings that you could uh, put on top of the you know on, on the crepe and i chose my favorite cherry jam kind of thing and it was really delicious I'm starting to get hungry. Just, just <laughs> well, thinking. you haven't had breakfast today. I know we're we're working early today because we have a bunch of uh, deliveries, deliveries and stuff coming. Uh, but that was really fun. Um, Julie mentioned earlier in the podcast about finding new ways to learn the language here, and you have tracked down one that I'm really enjoying. And uh, it's an online thing. It's about twenty bucks a month, and. Uh, we'll give it a try for a while, see how long I'm interested in it. But uh, off the hop, uh, I think it's pretty good because what it is, it's it's the day's current events and they read it and then you follow along with uh, text and they read it at either slow, medium or advanced speed, mm-hmm. which is, as everyone knows, learning probably every language, but specifically French, the speed is everything. Yeah, I came across it because I'm I'm trying to sharpen my Spanish skills, and I found this site called News in Slow Spanish, and I looked at it and I thought, oh, this is really cool. And then then I thought, well, maybe they offer it in different languages, and they do, including French. So, uh, Jeff, you did uh, about a half hour of slow news uh, yesterday, and the cool thing is when you don't know something. 
most times it's it's highlighted so you can click on it and it gives you the translation. Yeah, all you have to do is hover. Yeah. That's the beauty. It's really well designed and you're you know, it serves a couple of purposes. You're lear- you're learning about the news of the day uh and uh you're learning it in French and you're hearing how French is articulated because oftentimes as as I've mentioned before, I think it's one word, but it's actually maybe one or two or three words slurred together. Mm-hmm. And you know, you start the more you hear that, the better it becomes, because that's the most difficult part is the comprehension. Right. Right. So no, you're doing really well, and I think any kind of uh, other kind of French, um, whether it's watching a TV show or mm-hmm. listening to radio or yeah. or reading a French book or doing your slow news, those are all really helpful to improving your comprehension, but also your vocabulary. Yeah, I, I'm not real fond of the word slow, but that's okay. <laughs> That's okay. It, it is what it is. <laughs> but at least I'm at the intermediate level. Yeah. Slow was too slow. Slow was too slow. So, you yeah. know, you should pat yourself on the back. That's a, okay. that's a, that's a victory. I'll just, I'll get all over that. Okay. Hey, the new, uh, the, <laughs> the new calendars are out. Oh, man. Yeah, we get them at the post office. They're free, gratuit. And the French calendars are really interesting because there's a, a name attached to each day of of the year. It's weird. Well, I'm not I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It's really strange. Well, and it's a calendar of saints. Yeah. So these are all recognized. French saints. Yeah, and so there we were. Julie was at French class with me last week, and we were talking to Veronique about it because both of their names are on this calendar. Out of course, of the there's a Saint Julie. Of course, of course. <laughs> and I said, "How come there's no Saint Jeff?" And wow. both you guys just like for a variety of reasons, there's no Saint Jeff. Okay, <laughs> one, it's not really that French, and and there's just no Saint Jeff. I get that. Well, and to make matters more interesting, is that you're really Jefferson. Yeah, that's true. I don't think there's a Saint Jefferson. Okay, but if you guys are going to are you if you guys are going to claim that these are French n- names, I have a bone to pick with you cuz I scoured that thing this morning and I've got some beauties here. And you have to tell me if these are French names, okay? Sure. All right, let's start. Oh jeez, let's start with September 16th. Okay, I'm looking it up. Edith yeah. I'm talking in English and you are listening in Dingbat. Edith. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is a French name. Is it? Yeah. Okay. All right. So you win that you win that round. I'll put one in the check column for there. I, I think you could stop right there. If they're on this calendar, they're oh, a French really? name. Oh really? Okay. Yes. All okay. Right. Uh Saint Ulrich. Ulrich on July tenth, Ulrich. I'm assuming that there's a Saint Ulrich okay. that has some kind of heritage okay. and association to France. Look at uh, March 27th, where you'll see Saint Habib. He's a saint. Habib. Yep, third century saint. And this one I sense is going, but the, no, not the not the number one. No way. I sense this next one will be. You'll try and make it French. Uh, Rodolphe. Rodolphe. That's German. Rudolf. Uh, there are French Rudolphs. Yeah, but they're deer. Um, th- really? There's a French Rudolph? I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. June 21st. There, you know, interestingly, Jeff, Jefferson, there are French Jeffersons. 
very, very few. It's <laughs> very, very rare. But your biggest year for Jefferson was 1994. Eighty kids were named Jefferson in France. In 1984? Yeah. wonder why. Uh, sorry, 1994. Oh. Yeah. And oh, then, I know why. William Jefferson Clinton. Oh. That's why. Okay. 1994, right? Okay. And then... 1993, there were 70 babies that were named Jefferson. See, because I think Clinton got elected in 92. But so there you go. Since then, there's been a dramatic drop in kids in France being named Jefferson. And most of the Jeffersons were in the north of France. Ah. See, that's closer to uh, English-speaking yeah. countries, I guess. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Well, wait a minute. I haven't got to my number one yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's okay. Go ahead. Tell me how French Igor is. <laughs> Igor. Igor's. There's no Jefferson on this calendar, but there's an Igor. Yeah. There's there's a Saint Igor. I don't know what he's, you know, what, how he got his sainthood. I mean, the majority of these saints were martyr, martyrs, um, but... Uh, or Russians. <sighs> Again, if it made it onto the calendar, ridiculous. There's French history. Just ridiculous. For sure. Igor. Saint Igor. Saint. Bon Bonjour, Saint Igor. <laughs> Come <laughs> sava. Yeah, well, you'll never hear Saint Jefferson. Well, clearly, Igor. <laughs> All right. So, uh uh we went we had an experience at the prefecture. Well, first of all, we had a really crappy lunch. I mean, <laughs> It, the, the lunch itself was great, but holy did that take forever. And always when you're in a tiny bit of a hurry, eh? I don't know. I, I it, Like, it, it, everyone else around us was getting served before. Like, they would come in after us, and they'd get served before us. And yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe we're just at a bad table. <sighs> I don't know. Well, it took us <laughs> it took us three tables to be comfortable. Maybe yeah, that we was were, it. We were, the, we were those people. Yeah, we were those people we at this restaurant. We sat in the back and didn't like it. Then we sat on the side. We didn't like it. Then we sat in the front and we stayed there. Yeah. And then they just ignored us. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we went to the prefecture in Ajon as as they requested. But it was only for you, the problem child. Maybe you could explain what happened, Julie. <laughs> well, the first thing is I think I didn't do a good job with the photo. I think my I, I think yes. my hair was covering my ears. As as we've mentioned, these photos are so particular. You can't have glasses. You can't have anything in your hair. You can't have hair on your face. Your ears have to show. You can't be wearing earrings. You have to be centered in for this machine right in the center. You can't smile. You can't smile. You have to look straight into the you camera. You have to show your neck. You have to show your neck has to be uncovered. You can't have a tilt. You have to be straight on with the camera. So something was wrong with the first set of photographs that I sent in. And so, I think I think you nailed it. You couldn't see your ears because your yeah, hair. Yeah. yeah, it was over my ears. So this yeah. time I put the, my hair behind my ears and the photos were accepted. That's great. But in addition to my photos, there was a problem with my fingerprints. Mm -hmm. You and I did our fingerprints like two and a half years ago before leaving the country, right? Before leaving Canada. Yours were not a problem. Uh-huh. Mine apparently are a problem because they're kind of erased. Like my fingertips uh, are erased. And so they they can't get a real good image of my unique yeah. fingerprints. And you know where this is going, don't you? Here we go. 
Well, clearly too much housework, right? <laughs> there you go. So that's got to stop. <laughs> uh, you know, it'll be, oh, my fingers. Mes doigts, mes doigts. I, I can't, I can't do it. Uh, but I was trying to think, like, why... <laughs> Why would I have erased fingertips? Like, like it's not as... Usually like, that's what, what criminals yeah, do. Sit there with some sandpaper <laughs> yeah. and try and get rid of their fingerprints. I think it was the decades of tennis. You do, huh? I but, do. But you, you wouldn't hit a forehand with two hands. No, but backhand was, was yeah. you know, it was a two-handed backhand. Yeah. So... I know, I know it affects, uh, you, you know, tennis players' toes because they usually have tight shoes and they all get all curled and gnarly. But... Uh, Are you talking about my feet? Oh, no. No, not at all. <laughs> um, no, but uh, I, I've, I wonder... We should, we should ask around because you have obviously a ton of tennis friends. You should ask if they have fingerprints. If, if theirs are erased yeah. too. I'll put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because I, it is interesting because... You know, and, and yeah, you do lots of work. You do lots of gardening and you do lots of housework. Yeah, yeah. But. Yeah, no more dishes. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. I do. I do the lion's share of the you dishes. Do. You do. You know, I'm but, not I'm not completely useless. Yeah. But now everything is on track. They have my so-called fingerprints and they have my new photos. And uh, we have now documents saying that we can actually leave the country, that our titre de séjour is on its way. Yeah. And we should have it mailed to us within the next couple of months. And, and I went in there, and uh, they didn't really. It's almost like they didn't even know I had an application in, right? Yeah, well, when I like, went, what online, was that all about? Well, I, I, I'll have to look at it more carefully. But I did our applications separately, as opposed to as a couple. You could have done it as a couple. I, I think so. Oh, I think okay. so. Um, in any case, she, she saw that. Y- the application was was valid and went to her superior. She got your documents right away. So you're well, all she set. got she got me an attestation. So yeah. I, I but she here's the funny thing. So we have to re up every year with our carte de séjour for another three years. So let's just say you go in on February first and everything is accepted. You don't get your card for two months, mm. and I think that's when your year starts. I think, when you receive the card. Not sure, but I believe that. Because remember, um, remember last time we applied in November, and when we got the card, that's when the clock started ticking. It uh, could be. So, it could be. But think about that. I mean, if they didn't do it that way, you'd all you'd be doing is reapplying. Well, I kind of feel like that's what we're doing. Yeah. Because y- y- there's a window where you have to reapply, and it's... it's Four months before. Uh, two, right? two, n- n- yeah. At least two months. At least two. But it can't be too early. That's right. So you have a window that you need to reapply, and you have to send all the same documents over again mm-hmm. for their assessment uh, on whether or not you are, uh, you know, uh, able to reside in France. And uh, it's a long process. Well, this this whole thing, the fact that I have three years to get my French up to snuff is, is you know, impetus enough for me because this is a pain in the butt. And then after that, if I pass, well, you'll have to take the test too. Obviously, that's not going to be a problem. But w- when I take the test, if I pass, then that means we get a 10-year uh, residency status, correct? Yes. Five or 10? No, 10. She said 10. That's right. She said 10 after five years. So we have three more of these applications to do, and then that is it. 
So I have three years to go. But I did I did okay in the test. I mean, this the one question anyway. Oh, yeah, no. You, Already. Your understanding was really quite good. So, mm-hmm. and, and this is still being debated, uh, you know, in, in France. The governments are, are tr- trying to figure out what level of French is acceptable. Well, I remember reading about this when we started uh, – looking at this idea. And that's one of the things they said. If you want to be a permanent resident of France, you're going to have to pass a test. And that's what they said then. Right. Well, 25% of, of immigrants don't understand the language. I know. And we, we see this all the time. They're, we bump into this British couple walking all the time and they don't speak a lick of French. They've been here eight years. I don't even know how you do that. What's the point? I mean, I want to try and absorb this culture here. So there's only one way to do that, and that's to learn the language. You're doing a good job. All right. Well, that is it for Chapter 56. We hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page, Jeff and Julie Move to France. Join us next week when we talk about the most one-sided holiday of the year, St. Valentine's Day. Let's just get that over with, shall we? Okay, Casanova. Pins and needles here. Mm -hmm. This is Jeff and Julie Move to France during a global pandemic. Au revoir. À bientôt.